Hi everyone. So, um, I put on social media a few weeks ago that Reese is going to be taking a slight step back from the podcast, just for a little bit. Um, but in the meantime, I still want to bring out content, so I'm going to get different people on the podcast. Today on the podcast, I have one of my very good friends, Eve. Hello. Introduce yourself, darling. Um, my name's Eve. I'm 24. I've been friends with Lewis since year eight. Year eight, yeah. Um... That's about it, really. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming. I'm so glad that like you wanted to be on the podcast. Yeah, of course. And we're going to talk today about like fan culture, yeah. fandoms, all that kind of stuff. Because yeah. there's so much to unpack from all these yeah. things. Like, yeah. there's a lot of toxicity in them. There's a lot of good moments about fandoms, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, so yeah. we're going to kind of go through all of that. And yeah, definitely. I can't wait. Because you have been a fan of a certain individual. Of a certain individual. Since, <laughs> a very since long day time. one. I, I would call myself the UK's biggest. I think that's the truth. Are we revealing who the person is or not yet? Uh, the real ones will know. The yeah, the real, real ones. ones will know. Exactly who I'm talking about. But for those who don't know, um, Eve? So, Harry Styles, guys. It's Harry Styles. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, 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 you know, One Direction. Yeah. Um, but since the split. It has yeah. been. It, it is Harry Styles, and I think I think I would say obsession, but in a in a cool <laughs> way. Like I would cool agree. Way. Um, I yeah. think it does border on obsession, but it's fine. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it's it's, you know. it's my personality trait. <laughs> like, was it your old Twitter like Eve One D? Yeah, it was like Eve One D, and it, well, it was my first ever Twitter name was at Eve Loves Harry Styles, <laughs> and then it was like Eve One D, and then it was when he went so, and it was like. So his second album's called Fine Line, then it's like, oh, and yeah. now it's Fine Line Eve. Fine Line Eve, yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow me if you want, guys. Oh, God. Yeah, follow her on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram, no, Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Twitter. Um, I do post for Harry's on Instagram for my stories, yeah. But I think, I don't think, like, his fans are toxic. Like, I don't think there are a lot of, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think his fans are, like, known as toxic fans. I think, um, I think on the whole, as, like, yeah, I would agree, but... There is certain corners, right. which is actually what he referenced it as in an interview the other day. There's like oh. corners of Twitter, that of Harry Styles fan Twitter, which are like, the, like they are terrible. Oh, like they are God. awful. Right. Like, I feel like I'm 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 on a side of Twitter where I'm like careful with who I follow and like yeah. There's a similar sort of, but there is sometimes you see the replies to other tweets and they're just so. Would you say that, like, some of his fans... Because I, I know, like, I, I'm a massive fan of like, Beyonce and Nipponos yeah, and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. And sometimes if you tweet something slightly negative yeah. about Beyonce or Nicki Minaj, the fans will go oh my wild. Gosh. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Like... It's like... It, it, they take... It's, like, personal. Yeah. Yes. But, but, like, I'm the same. Like, I've, I've had conversations with people, you know, some of my friends, some, like, you know... And we've been talking about, they're like, oh, you know, Harry Styles, and we get talking... And they're like, God, you know, like you're so, you know, crazy and whatever. Mm. But like, like I know that I'm not. Like I am just, uh, I mean, my day. I'm, would no, you bo- Would you say that you border on Stan, oh, or are you oh, just a major sure. fan? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I'm a fan of Beyonce and Nicki Minaj and all those kind of things. But I don't think I, right now. I mean, there was a time where I was a Stan. Yeah. But 
I also don't feel, think that I am that toxic, like the other people where, if someone said Beyonce's overrated, I'd be like, I don't think she is, but I can see why you might think. Yeah, yeah. Whereas some people would literally come down on them like a ton of bricks. As you yeah. say, it's like it's personal. Yeah. Like, what do you mean Beyonce's overrated? Like, and yeah. then they come and attack that person. And I just, I find those fans so wild. Oh yeah, they are. I just find it insane that you have taken a comment about someone that you don't know yeah, and that yeah. doesn't know you so personally. Yeah. It, it's just insane to me. And it's the same kind of thing. Like I watch a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. And yeah. I think it's a really good show and it's really fun. But the fans are wild. So much so that there have been times where RuPaul has like got to the finale and like he's tried to cr- like crown a queen. But instead of crowning the queen that has done the best in the competition, yeah. he has crowned the queen that the fans have basically bullied him into crowning. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, well, I like, like this person. Pressure. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. must cram it. And if you don't, then yeah. you're a homophobe or yeah, you're a yeah, transphobe yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's it's just the fact that people have to change their opinions and things so much yeah. because of these fans. It's just crazy. Yeah, I think, I think it's like one of those things where people, like, I think w- when you get so deep down into it, mm. there's like, there's the people that actually... I hope that they'd look back on themselves in a few years yeah. and think, what the fuck yeah. was I doing? Because I, I look back, because I'm a massive Doctor Who fan, as you know, as yeah. a lot of people know, yeah. and there, there have been times before where people have said, Doctor Who's shit, and I've been like, no, it's not, like, talking yeah, yeah. to them as if, again, as if it's offended me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I like the show. Not yeah. everyone's going to like the same things, yeah. but just because I like the show... I was like really offended, and I kind of look back now and I go, "Oh God, like that's so cringe." And as you say, I hope that there are people out there that would look back and go, "Oh God, I reacted like that, like over one person." Well, yeah, like I'd say, say, take me a few years ago, probably One Direction days for sure. Like I, I've, I've never like my main thing, and also I just don't think it's really in me myself. Mm. Is I've, I will never be horrible on Twitter, like yeah. But also, I don't really. I think I think my main thing has always been like if. It sounds really sh- like sometimes when I say it out loud, I'm like, God, this is actually embarrassing. But like, if if Harry Styles himself is happy, then that's fine. Yeah. Like, because people like rip him apart for who he's dating or, you know, like what he wears, he does, all that kind of wears. stuff. And like, I've been in conversations with people like my friends and they're like, oh, God, but you know, he dresses like this and he dresses like this. And I obviously feel the need to defend him. But like, I think a few years ago, oh, that would have like upset me. But now I think over maturing, because like, we, you sort you sort of get to that stage where he's not actually that much older than us. Yeah. He's like he's you sort of grow up with them. Yeah. And like your uh, like you know your mind frame changes and whatnot, and then you sort of think like you know what people are always gonna have their opinions and just because they don't agree with me like that's absolutely fine. Mm. Like, I've been in comp- like people can sit and rip it out of him and I'll just be like that's fine but I still like him. Yeah, and that's the thing I yeah. think that's what it comes down to because I remember distinctly like I think when it was still One Direction days. And it was when Zayn had just left the band. Oh, God. And we were on the bus together. You mean the worst MRI? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> we were on the bus together. And I remember I got off the bus. And I think I just made a comment. And you were literally sobbing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, you were basically saying, don't say that. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, is it really that deep? Oh, no, like... because... To, so, to take you back to the 25th of March, <laughs> on, on that doomed day. <laughs> so, I we were in year 12. Yeah, year, year 12. 12. And I remember, well, no, so, so so that day I was actually off school. I was really sick that day. I, I was off oh. school. Oh, yeah, I think it might have been a few yeah. days after or something. And I remember um, it was at four o'clock. They had, like, set the announcement. I remember I was lying in bed and I really didn't feel well. And, of course, I had, like, all of the Twitter notifications for everyone on. And it was the One Direction, like, band account. 
right. they tweeted this picture, so I instantly clicked on the link, and I remember it started off like, after five wonderful years, Zayn Malik, and and like I genuinely felt like my world had crumbled. Oh like, my god! I was so hysterical. Like I was sobbing. I remember my mum was still at work, but my dad was home. And he came running up to my room, and I think because I'd been ill all day, he thought like something's happened. Oh, no. And he ran up, he was like, What's wrong? And I'm and like, You know, when you're so upset that you can't actually get your words yeah. out. I was like, <laughs> Like, couldn't, like, and then I managed to finally manage to say it. <laughs> and um, Shit. he had to like call my mom, and she had to come home from work early because oh. I was like so inconsolable. Oh, <laughs> like, God. and then I remember going back to school the next day, and um, I was wearing my One Direction t shirt in like, you know, solidarity. <laughs> and, uh, Everyone was like, ah, ah, you know, like instantly, like people were taking the piss, which yeah. I get because uh, that that's what sort of I was known as. You know, I was the girl yeah. that like One Direction. Like, anytime it was said in science, like, like everyone, everyone would like turn around and be like, oh, oh you hear that? Oh, One Direction, yeah, but, um, yeah. yeah. That that was. I mean, I I I feel like I have again with Doctor Who. Like, I I feel like I've borderline on that kind of, but. Obviously, each each actor that's played the Doctor at some point regenerates, and yeah. they have to like move on and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I distinctly remember the first of January two thousand and ten. <laughs> David Tennant was leaving the show; he regenerated and all that kind of stuff. And I was in floods of. I'm talking like same as you. Yeah. I was inconsolable. Yeah, it was awful. And I, I remember then I saw Matt Smith come on the screen, who was the next Doctor, and I instantly said, "I'm not watching this show." Yeah. I'm not watching this show. I'm not doing it yeah. because nobody can can be the doctor. No one because he's the doctor. And I remember I didn't give his series a chance for a while. Mm. And then I I came back to it because I was like I do kind of miss watching Doctor Who and I want to watch it again. And when I actually watched it, to be honest, like when I gave it a chance, it was good. But I remember being that person that was like I'm not watching this show. Yeah. There was there was loads of us. I think there was talks with the BBC of they were potentially thinking of cancelling the show altogether. Because how was anyone going to replace David Tennant? Yeah. So there are so many Whovians, as we call ourselves. Whovians. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> ours was directional, so. Mm. True. <laughs> <laughs> so we're both as bad as each we're other. We're both as bad as each other. Um, but I just remember sitting there thinking, I'm not watching this fucking show. Yeah. David Tennant's not in it anymore. Mm. What's the point? What's the point? Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. crazy. And I feel like that, like I've just recently watched Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know whether I was gonna like it when I first watched it. A lot yeah. of my friends had said you should watch it. I think it's um, really good, and so I gave it a chance, and I got really into it. Like I, I binged it in like two and a half weeks, which is insane. Um, and I don't know if you've seen the discourse on like on social media, but there's. Have you seen Stranger Things? I've so I've seen, definitely seen season one. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen half of season two, and then I watched part one of the season that's just right. happened. So you know. So uh, and but. Paddy loves it, so I've been like dribs and right. drabs, dribs and drabs. Yeah, I, I know sort of. What's so going on. there's one character called Eddie who and, yeah, Eddie, is very attractive, yeah, yeah, you know, the, uh, and guitar, people yeah, really yeah. like him and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But it's got to a point now where people are making Eddie Munson their entire personality. Like they will buy the merch, fine, but they'll also then like act like him. And there, are, I've seen so many really cringe TikTok videos of the people using the soundbite of him and his speech in his first yeah. episode and. They're trying to copy his mannerisms and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's just getting to the point where it's cringe now. Yeah, and see, it's just it's entered that kind of like mm, culture. See, this is sort of where like I feel like 
I probably definitely did that with with Harry Styles when I was younger. Mm. And I think if TikTok had been around, well, yeah. although it sort of was, but it wasn't. TikTok's huge now. Like everyone's got TikTok. Yeah. But like, even if you don't make videos, like I feel like you know all the sounds that come, like you know of him speaking and stuff. I would hundred percent would have been on that. Yeah. Like, I know in myself that I would have been like, I remember, <laughs> I remember, like, when I first found out that Harry Styles has four nipples, I was, re- like, genuinely, like, Googling, like, how can I get four nipples? Like, like, it sounds, I mean, it is stupid, like, it is, but, like, but at the time, I, you I don't think, think about you, you get so, like, in your own head, like, yeah. I absolutely adore this person, I love them so much, which I still very much have those feelings but like <laughs> you, you you literally you look up to them so much that you actually like want to be so like them yeah so it's like i actually as like when i see people like do that now like on tiktok because i have seen the stranger things stuff on tiktok yeah. them, I, I know it's all mad like i don't actually think like that's cringe i'm like i remember being like that i think the only reason i think it's cringe is because i again would have been like that and i just imagine myself and i'm like oh god yeah, yeah that would have yeah. been so cringe if i did it yeah and this actually brings me back when I mentioned before about how I used to be like a massive Beyonce stan and yeah, Nicki yeah, stan. Yeah. It was at that point, and we were good friends at this point, like yeah, my yeah, peak, yeah. like yeah, Beyonce yeah. and Nicki time. I used to go around the school and say to people, Beyonce is my birth mother. Yeah, you did. She yeah, just yeah. gave me to a family in England, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, you did. And I was obsessed. I used to walk around the school rapping Nicki Minaj verses, yeah. doing all these things. And I look back and I go, what the fuck? Because I couldn't imagine doing that now. Like, I still love Nikki and I still, you know, will rap her verse and stuff. But in the privacy of my own home and not in front of yeah. my friends and the, the rest of the school. But I was fully like that. And I, mean, I remember awful. you saying to my mum. Oh, my God. Like, you told my mum that Beyonce was your actual mother. And she had just given me her, to a like, poor English to, family. To, to, yeah, you used to say a poor English yeah. family. But, like, I think it got to the point where you would actually convince yourself that I, that I think was I had, the truth. Like, I genuinely convinced myself. And I remember for, like, years, I think even now your mum still makes some comments, like, but for years she was like, oh, how's your mum, Beyonce? How's your real yeah, mum yeah, and all that? Did. And, again, looking back, it's like, I actually used to be like that yeah, for yeah, real, yeah. for real. Yeah. And it's just so cringe. But that's why, I'm, like, it's so, that's why it's so crazy, because you, you totally submerge yourself. Yeah. Because like, you can be a fan, but yeah, cool. this is like, as you say, submerging yourself into that culture and making it your entire life. Like, it became my life. Yeah. And I, I made it my mission to learn every single Nicki lyric. Oh, yeah, every yeah. Every single, like, you know, nuance that she would do, like, with her voice or things like that. I would do that when I was rapping it. Not just, like, rapping it normally. Yeah. I would do, like, all the growls and the this and the that. And even facial expressions, like... But I think that's that, that was also one of the things with, with Twitter, sort of... So, for me, when I think back on Twitter, there's, like, the... There was the Twitter during One Direction, mm-hmm. which was arguably far more toxic than sort of Harry yeah. Styles' Twitter is. But I remember the One Direction Twitter, it would be like, it would be so sort of, there'd be such high expectations that like, if you didn't know every single word, then you weren't a, then you weren't a real fan. Yes. And I remember the, the name for the people that said they liked One Direction, but didn't know every single word, was Directionators. And oh everyone would be like, God. oh my God, she's such a Directionator, like... She got the words to little black dress wrong. Oh, Jesus. And it, it would literally, but like, people would get, like, people would send them death threats. Like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. And, and you know, thinking of death threats, I go back to RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, we've had, I've seen like, online 
drag queens who are innocent. They're just on a show. They're just on a show yeah. that's, you know, that they want to be on and that wanted to be on for years. And because they won a challenge and like let's say your fave didn't win, yeah. you would send death threats being like, how fucking yeah, dare yeah, you? Yeah. You're ugly, this, that, the other. Yeah. Racial attacks, all of these things. And these people are just like, I'm just on this show. It's not down to me who RuPaul win, uh, makes win or like exactly, all this yeah. kind of stuff. But it's crazy to think that and I'll be honest, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record to say a lot of it is the younger fans. Yeah. So the fans that are, I believe, between the ages of like thirteen to seventeen yeah. ish. Yeah. Because at this point it probably is just their whole life. Like we, they're at school and all that kind of, they've not really got much else. Well to I think focus you, on. you probably wanna think it's people of that age. Yeah. Rather than people of our age. Because you wouldn't think that people of our age would do that because well, exactly, you'd think yeah. we'd know better. But exactly. you know, the fans are wild, and as I say, there have been times where RuPaul has maybe crowned someone at the end of it who didn't. I don't want to say don't deserve to win because I think everyone who has won has deserved to won like deserved to win for whatever reason. Yeah, they wouldn't have got to that stage in the competition if they weren't good enough to be there. Yeah, um, but there might have been some that maybe deserved it slightly more, like they've won a few more challenges yeah. or their drag is a little bit more expanded, things yeah, like that. Yeah. But again, because RuPaul doesn't want to face the backlash, and because the queens don't want to face the backlash. RuPaul's just gone, well, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, 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 It's not necessarily the decision I want to make, but I'm going to have to do it because, like, there was a point, um, like, on, on All Stars, because, like, RuPaul's got loads of All Stars yeah. um, seasons as well, and there was a point where the first three winners of the first three All Stars were queens that were white passing and, like, typically wore blonde hair. Yeah. So there were, like, comments going around that were like, oh, to win All Stars, you've got to be blonde and white. So then, in the fourth All-Stars, at the very end, now this has never happened before, there was a double win. So two people had won the competition. Yeah. Which, you know, it's a moment in history, whatever, but the only reason that two people won is because it was like, well, the person who did best in the competition is blonde and white. The other person in the top two is a black queen. Yeah. We've obviously never crowned a black queen before. Mm-hmm. I reckon RuPaul sat there on the vlog. I don't want backlash where it's like, oh, you've kind of a, a fourth white queen in a row. Yeah. Watch, out, watch out against black people and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I think that might have been the reason, as well as talent. Obviously, I'm not taking away talent, but there is that reason that they were probably crowned. Um, RuPaul went on record one time to say that he wouldn't allow trans women on the show because it's like Olympians taking performance-enhancing drugs. I could be wrong in the verbiage, but okay. then... In again, in a recent All Star season, he crowned a trans woman because I feel like now it's like, well, I can't be transphobic because look, I've crowned a trans woman. Whether she, again, I'm not taking away the talent, whether she necessarily deserved it in terms of the competition, right? Okay, is different. Yeah, her talent is amazing, but there were people who had done slightly better in challenges and yeah. who had probably had a better edit on the show because, again, that's you know, it's about the edit as well. Um. The fans are just toxic, man. It's crazy. Yeah, it's they are. crazy. They are. There is that. Um, it, it's so it can get so like diehard. Yeah. Where it's but then I think that it also gets to the point now where like every single thing that the person that you like does just gets ripped, pulled, yeah, torn apart just because it's like I don't like. I don't even know. I think because I think because I'm not like like I'm making myself sound like I'm the perfect fan, but like, <laughs> but like, you know when you just not like that. Yeah. Like, I think when I see like sometimes my Twitter will slip into the, 
like I'll see somebody will retweet or there'll be like a reply of somebody going what the fuck are you talking about mm. of like a real crazy phrase and like I read it I'm like you are like you this this isn't right like yeah. and I think that there comes a point where like obviously someone like Beyonce or Harry Styles or you know somebody that's that famous of course is going to have that corner side of Twitter of that's constantly tweeting like hate 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 like I really like you, but blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I hate when you do that. I can't believe you're dating this person. Yeah. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. So, like, I'm not surprised. Like, Harry Styles notoriously now just does not use Twitter. Yeah. And it's and you can't blame them anymore. Like, That's the thing. You see all these... People like, take it too far and ruin it of for course. everyone. You, you see these people, like these celebrities that, you know, these big celebrities that are like, oh, I need to come off Twitter or I need to come off this or that for mental health breaks because people forget they're real people. Yeah, of course like, they are, yeah. Yes, okay, they're a massive movie star yeah, or like yeah. single or whatever but they're also a real person at some point they were like you yeah they course, were a yeah, fan yeah. of someone else yeah just a normal person so you need to understand they've still got feelings yeah and i think people need to i think people don't associate the fact that these celebrities have feelings they think oh they've got all this money they can handle it they can't like yeah. you know and i i always hear celebrities say you know never look on twitter never like if you if you get big or whatever never look at the comments never yeah. read any of that stuff because it is going to get you down and i mean the next thing i'm going to say is going to make me sound really big-headed but i've had a few videos on tiktok that have gone yeah and i've 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 read the comments sometimes and some of them are just like vile like some of them are just horrible yeah for no reason but i'm just grateful that it i don't let it affect me that much but when you do see you know comments all the time it can start chipping away at you and it can really get you down. Well, and of that course, kind of yeah. Stuff. Which is why you can't blame them for getting people that like does their social media for them. Yeah. I think that's what's quite nice about Instagram sometimes is that you sort of just you can upload the picture and then leave it. Yeah. Whereas it's I think it's a bit hard with Twitter to go because as soon as you go on Twitter, you're looking at what people have said. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Instagram, you go on Instagram and it's just a picture. Yeah. So I think like celebrities tend to use that a lot more, and then a lot of celebrities will turn off their comments. Yes. I've like, seen a lot of people on TikTok, like a lot of big TikTok creators yeah, yeah. who have turned Turn, up comments turn them up, and, yeah. or they limit certain people oh to comments. Sorry guys, it's the chair. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's, she's not disgusting, <laughs> it's just the chair. Um or like they'll limit only these people can comment on this video and all yeah, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because that's kind of them and their way of saying like, I'm probably not gonna get that much hate if I do this. Well yeah, and it's I think it's also that thing of not letting people get that far. Yeah. Of like I'm I'm actually not gonna let you comment so on So take control back, which exactly, is, which I think yeah, is yeah. really good and yeah. I think it's very important. So yeah. you know. Don't read the comments guys. Exactly. <laughs> Never. Don't read the comments. But then I think there is also that I think we haven't really touched on the really nice side of Yeah, we've talked a lot about the toxic side of it, but I think I mean We have talked about, about the negative side, and I, on a whole, I, I go on Twitter every day, I go on Instagram every day, I go on TikTok every day, and I would say 98% of the stuff I see is the stuff that I would want to put out. Yes, yeah. And it's just really nice. I think the thing that I've noticed about Harry Styles in the last couple of years, um, or actually mainly since he's been, I don't know if you've heard, he's doing... Uh, he's, he's on tour at the moment. Right. Um, his tour's called Love on Tour. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that I really like about him is that he is so, like, like you must love everybody. Like, he's yeah. like... He's like he loves he everyone. Says, Treat people with kindness. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. It's very much like a very loving... 
the, 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 the majority of it is such a loving community and mm. everyone's really nice to each other and you know everyone talks and he's like oh what do you think about this what do you think about this which is the side that I like to involve myself with and like you know comment on people's TikToks and people are always really nice back and you know you know whatever and I think I went to um, so I saw him in June mm-hmm. um, in Manchester uh, for Love on Tour and it's it's really nice because like everyone was posting TikToks of like the outfits they're gonna wear, and I don't know why, but like everyone decided to wear like feather boas, cowboy hats. Oh, nice! So like you'd look out onto the crowd, and it was just a sea of like People everyone in basically like, really bright colours. Yeah. And then when the show's on, it's just the most amazing thing. Like he's so interactive with the crowd, and you can tell he's so genuinely thankful. Yeah. That like everyone's turned up, and like as much as he's probably one of the biggest celebrities in the world he's so like personable yeah and that's what i you know as you say there are majority of the fans of a lot of these things are amazing yeah so like i watch a lot of obviously doctor who videos and stuff and i've seen a lot of them at comic con and they're they're actors that have not been on the show for years Mm -hmm. like david tennant hasn't been the main doctor since 2010 yeah and he goes to comic cons and he's nice to everyone will talk to everybody answer yeah. questions yeah. obviously if he's not got time to do it he, he'll say but yeah every interview that i've seen and like i've seen a lot of fans that are like you know you've helped me through really hard times and it's not just with tv shows it's with yeah. celebrities and yeah. stuff and i like seeing that because they do use like music and tv shows as that release and it's yeah. like when i was going through really shit times i listened to your music or i watched this show that you yeah, were in course, and course. it really helped and it's really nice to see the happy, the less toxic side yeah, of, of the fandoms. I think, I think, but like, sort of going back to this, stri- sort of stripping back all the fandom side of things, like, somebody puts out an album, like, for example, he's just put out Harry's House, and you know, all the interviews he's done about it is basically like, this is sort of the, the album is meant to be like a day in his life, yeah. So, like, each song, you know, different, but also. You know, you can tell really meaningful lyrics, and I think that's sort of the out. Al- this is sort of the album now that's like changed, sort of shifted everything around a bit for like people previously that wouldn't have particularly listened to Harry Styles and yeah. now listening to this album because like the songs have gone viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like people, all I saw on my TikTok for you page for like a month straight was people at Harry Styles concerts. Yes, which I think now is his release. Like he's so he's in America at the moment mm-hmm. doing like residencies, residencies for shows. Fucking hell. <laughs> and then he's coming back to the UK next year, which I've just bought tickets for. But I think it was, everyone was saying, it's so much harder to buy tickets this time because or even though he was so famous, it's almost because of TikTok and everyone being like, my Harry Styles concert, like, and everyone's like, oh, actually, that looks sick. And this album being so popular, yeah. more people have bought tickets. So, like, in sort of the, the fans, the fandom, you know, yeah. we'll call it the fandom, people that don't haven't liked Harry Styles since the start and have now only started liking him, People call them locals. Okay. It's like, oh, they're just locals. Like, yeah. So, like, say for example, say for example, you named me four Harry Styles songs, and then you decided that you wanted to go to a Harry Styles concert. People would be like, oh god, a local got tickets. Oh. And so it's like, oh god, like they're just sort of, you know, they're sort of popping in, like, oh, I want to go to a concert because I love the atmosphere. And yeah. I think that's what's annoyed everyone that sort of hasn't been able to get tickets that really like him because the prices are fucking skyrocketing. Oh, I saw. It's insane. Like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. It was actually stressed me out. I managed to get two dates. But Jesus. it cost me, like, me, me and Neva going, it cost me, like, 
I think each it was like 300 quid for two, Fuck. but then one of the shows now for like front standing is like three and like nearly 400 pounds. Bloody hell. And there are people out there that would fully pay those prices. Of course they will, yeah. Like, of course they will. And I mean, if you do, like, props to you, but if, Jesus if I had Christ. the money, 100%. Oh my god, absolutely. But it's like when I went to go and see Beyonce, like, I was in standing yeah, and I had yeah, a great yeah. area, yeah. but the people that were like standing close to the stage mm-hmm. paid hundreds of pounds. Now, again, if I had that kind of money, don't get me wrong. I would bloody do it. Yeah, of course. But I just don't. I do not have that kind of money to be throwing at concerts and stuff. Yeah. But it's an it's amazing experience here for oh, stuff. You know what? I really wish I did. And like, I've just quit my job. Mm. And then literally, so I quit my job. And then the day after I quit my job, he was like, tickets are on sale. So I got on <laughs> my paycheck and then was immediately like, I think this is the other thing. I was like, well, I have to buy tickets. Because yeah. I think there's this expectation of like, there was part of me that thought, Eve, you can't actually afford these tickets. Mm. But then there's the other the, the other massive part of my brain that's like, you can't not be at the concert because there's actually that thing of like, what will people think if I'm not at the concert? Even yeah. though there's not any people that are thinking about me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not like, you get some fan accounts that are huge. Like yeah. there's an Instagram account called Harry, at Harry Florals that's like the account that everyone follows. and But it's like, nobody nobody knows me in the Harry Styles world for being, a, like I'm not like big on Twitter. I'm not big yeah, on yeah, Instagram. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just a, I'm just a fan, but like I was literally sat, I was sitting there thinking, I need these tickets, they're 200 quid, but like, what are people going to think of me if I don't go? So even though I didn't necessarily have that money to spend on the tickets, I bought them anyway, and then I thought, yeah. after, like, even though obviously I wanted to go myself, like, I was going to get tickets regardless, I was like, why did I think, what are people going to think? Like, who do I think I am? I think people are going to be thinking about me. You know <laughs> what I mean? I, I know what you mean though, because like, when Beyonce did tour, I think for me it's different as well, because for me it was like, what if that person doesn't tour again? So yeah, for me, it was yeah, like, yeah. okay, what people are probably going to think, why is Liz not at this tour, mm-hmm. at this concert, and whatever. But also, in my head, it's like, what if she doesn't release music for ages, or she does and doesn't go on tour, all of that kind yeah. of stuff. So there was also that in the back of my mind, and it was like, you only live once. Like, I'm going to live in the moment. It's a lot of money to get there, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But it was so worth it. If she never tours again, I've seen her. Yeah, I've seen her exactly. in concert, yeah, 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 and I have yeah. those memories, and I have that mo- like all those moments. And... I don't regret a single thing. Oh no, of course not. <laughs> and it's great. It's like there's a there's a TikTok sound that's like um, money money comes around, but Harry Styles is forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's something like that, and I'm like, well, literally while I was buying the tickets, I, I was sitting opposite Paddy, and I was like, should I get them? He was like, just you're gonna get them anyway. You might yeah. just get them. I was like, oh oh, I don't know. And like, well, you were there hovering over yeah, the checkout button. I'm literally like on the checkout, like four minutes, twenty three seconds to go. Oh, I'm like, Jesus. oh, putting in my details. Like, I'm like, should I get them? Like. <laughs> But, I, but, like, obviously just for myself, like, yeah. I, obviously I'm going to go to that tour. Yeah, of course. Like, people will literally message, like, as in, like, our friends, my friends from work, like, people that I just know, messaging me on Instagram going, did you see the Harris touring again? And I was like, oh, obviously. Yeah, that's that. Don't like, ask stupid questions. Like, 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 people are like, have you seen that he's done this? And, like, I knew that he did that before he did that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like why are you asking me silly questions? <laughs> like, I have a camera wired to his house right now. Are you dumb? Like, come on. Oh, God, it's great. But, again, it's like, the most recent series of Doctor Who hasn't been great. And after every series, I'm like, I'm not watching it again. It's not good. Of course I'm going to fucking watch yeah, it again. Sure, yeah. Like, I'm going to keep going back. And especially now that Russell G. Davis is going back to write Doctor Who, David and Catherine are coming back for the series, see, like, anniversary. Oh, my Christ. I I've only seen that hours. one episode with all that really, the really scary stone people. Oh, we've been angels. Oh, God. They were... Oh my god! Still I was to this day, they're terrifying. Girl, imagine watching that in real time. That came out in two thousand and seven. I was nine years of age. Yeah, 
Imagine watching that in real time as a child. That traumatised me for years. I remember, I, wa- I remember where I watched that. I was in a caravan in Devon. Oh, my, with my God. Cousins, and my auntie put it on and she was like, oh, it's not too, it'll be fine. Like, we were all, like, pretty young. <laughs> And Honey, like, you got a big storm me coming. Me and my cousin just like immediately screaming, like, "What is this program?" Yeah, because I've and I genuinely, I think I've only ever seen that one episode, which I think is why, like, our sort of fan circles are so different. Because I think, like, for me, it's hard to get in the headspace of being really obsessed with like a like a a, a fictional a fictional program. Yeah. Whereas like Harry Styles is real, and like yeah. he's a real person. He does real things. Even though sometimes like it's hard to believe, like <laughs> sometimes like I sit there in bed and I'm like, I can't believe that he like has a shower. Literally, like, I'm like it does. He doesn't. He he's seems probably had a cup of tea famous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know like, exactly what you mean. I think that's why you ha- I have to like really bring it down in my own head yeah. sometimes because it's so. I'm like, Eve, he's still a person. Like he goes to the toilet, he goes for a shower, he yeah. eats food. And that's. I, I think I had the same. Like when I saw Beyonce, I was like, that's a real human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's yeah. a mom. She's she's probably yeah. changed fucking nappies yeah, like yeah, before yeah. she come on stage. Like exactly. she is a real human person. Like when I saw her at Manchester, I put on my story like the day after because I was like I was in a uh, hallway standing, so I was right. like right at the front. And like I, there was a video of him. He was literally. I'm joking. Not joking. Like he was no more than like a meter and a half away from me, Jesus which Christ. is the closest I've ever been to in my entire life. And I put on my Instagram story, and I was like. I actually can't believe he's like here in real life in front of me, uh-huh. and like people are replying like, "What the fuck do you mean?" But I like, it's but hard I know to exactly explain because it's like yeah. he's he's it's almost you, you sort of think about them so much and they're so like inflated to you that like they actually seem sometimes like a figment of your imagination. Absolutely, like, it's like the ideal person. I know it's exactly like, what you he mean. Cannot be real because I is, and he was there again. I was the same at Beyonce. Like I was really close to her. Like where that door is there. Yeah. That's how far away she was from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, this real human woman is actually, in, we're breathing the same air. Yeah. Right now we're breathing the same air. Yeah. She's not just someone that's on my phone, on my TV, on my laptop. She's actually here. Yeah. In the country that I live in. And it, it's, it's just, crazy, it's isn't it? mental. Like, because when, I think, because I'd seen, so before I saw him on Just Gone, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen him since 2018. Right. Because he, w- he went on his tour for his first album. And then there was lockdown. And, but before lockdown, I got tickets for this tour, but then it got postponed for two years. Right. And But then just before I saw him, like a month before I saw him in Manchester, I saw him in Coventry at Radio 1. Mm. And I think because I hadn't seen him for like however many years, I, I'm not sure, I waited there. Me and, me and Neve stood there for 14 hours. Like we were basically, at, we were like one row Jesus. behind the barrier. Like we were, we were at the front. And we had no food, no drink, like... No, like didn't go to the toilet like 14 hours I was stood on my feet and he was the last person on and I'm not joking I'm sure you've seen the videos when I heard like like it was like it, whoever it was like what are the radio one presenters called what's that um, the one that's on I'm a celeb oh uh, no not Roman Kemp uh, oh god Jordan North yes yeah, Jordan yeah, yeah. North he was like and it's Harry Styles uh, and like I cannot describe <laughs> The feeling, like, it was like my whole body, like, went into shock because he walked out and he was wearing a purple and black, like, horizontal oh jumpsuit. And I, cr- and I, I'm not joking, I cried from the moment I saw him, like, to the moment he walked off stage, I was in floods of tears to the point where the people around me weren't actually looking at him, they were turning around and looking at me. There's, there's a video, mm. there's a video that has basically gone viral within the people that I work with because they all find it so funny oh, no. of me quite literally I am sobbing like Neve sort of 
he's on stage, she films him, then he turns around, it's me, but I am like sobbing with tears and you see all these girls around me like turning to look at me. Our life is the same because I remember on the way to Beyonce concert, because I went with I went with Amy and I remember saying to her, I'm not gonna cry, it's only a concert, like come on. Eve, the light turned off. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. light turned off. I was in floods for the entire thing. Yeah. And there was a woman and her boyfriend stood in front of me and they turned around and they were like, are you, are you all right? Like, are you okay? Yeah. I was hyperventilating. I was yeah. crying. <laughs> Snot was coming out my nose. Everything. I know it. I was in bits. I was yeah. like, I, I said to myself, I'm not going to cry. It's only a concert. Like, yeah. no, I, I was in bits. So our yeah. life is the exact same. I feel that on a yeah. level. And then I think, although I was at the front Fredo one, it was like a really big gap between the barrier and the stage. So right. I knew that although he'd probably be able to like see me, that he wouldn't like actually look at me. But because I was so close to Manchester, I was like actually thinking about like, do not cry, and I didn't because I was like, he is like he's literally looking. Beyonce definitely looked at me here. and thought, who the fuck? Yeah, is but that? that's the thing is like I was literally thinking he, he stood right in front of me. Yeah, like I don't want him to look at me and and see me in tears. But what didn't help is after Radio One, I went on to TikTok the next day. Tell me right, tell me why Radio <laughs> One had uploaded a load of TikToks, and it was literally I'm not clearing. Go back and look. There's about three TikToks <laughs> where they're like it's him, like the the camera is behind his head, like on stage with him. Why does the camera pan directly to me crying? <laughs> they literally go and look on the Radio One TikTok. It oh, is no. so embarrassing. I literally had people text me like. Like, because I didn't have signal the whole day, and then I've come out of the concert, got on the train back to Birmingham, and I'm getting texts from people like, I've just seen you in tears oh, on TV. I'm no. thinking, surely not, surely not. Oh, no. I've literally, so many people have texted me, I've just seen you on Radio One, lol, you're in tears. <gasps> and then I went on TikTok, I'm not, there's this one video, I'm not joking, it literally, it goes from Harry, like up close on stage to Harry, the next camera shot is me in tears, like snakes. genuinely, like 400,000 likes. Like uh, like ten <laughs> millions and millions of views, and it is me crying. It's so That's mortifying. That's <laughs> oh my god! But also, like I love that for me. I'm finally getting recognised. Do you know what? Right, <laughs> I feel like we can't end this podcast without me talking about the biggest fandom oh moment I have ever experienced in my life. Oh no! What? You have been friends with me for a long time. Right, here we go. We've been yeah. friends through a lot of different eras. Okay. Do you remember my Misha B era? Stop. So, for those who don't know, <laughs> there was a point in my life <laughs> where Misha B from the X Factor was on it in 2011. I you was obsessed. You were obsessed. Like, I'm talking, I was obsessed. Any, I was that stan. Anyone who spoke anything bad about Misha B... I was down their throat all the time. Yeah. It was at the point where on her Facebook page, right? And Eve, again, you remember this? I do. I know exactly what you're about to say. <laughs> on her Facebook page, she posted saying, the first 15 people that comment on this post with their name and their email address will have a chance to come and have dinner with me. Yeah. I was number two. Yeah. You were. I then got a comment back saying, yeah, you're on the list, blah, blah, blah. I have phoned Eve in tears. Yeah. Literally, I phoned Eve like in genuine actual tears. I couldn't speak like <laughs> yeah. one of those ones. I'm going to go to dinner with Misha yeah. B. Yeah. And then was it the same day, I think, or a few days later? Yeah. The event got cancelled. You, then... You're forgetting an integral part of the story oh, here. Oh, God. Oh, God. So they, they posted the... I remember where we were. Do you remember? 
in school, you'd go past the art rooms and there's that set of stairs, and uh-huh. there's like a few RE rooms by the history rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were standing there, and you showed me the Facebook, and she'd like publish a list of everyone that was going, and your name was in capital letters. Oh my god! And, and oh my like, god! My name's in capital. Oh my god! I remember <laughs> that now. Yes, my the name was in capital like, letters. I got it because uh, I remember yeah. thinking like, if that was me, we might not. Oh fucking shit myself. And then when it got cancelled, I don't know why it got cancelled, but it yeah, got cancelled. And then again, I phoned Eve again, yeah, crying down tears. the phone. Like right? genuine tears. There have been times where I have like gone onto YouTube or gone into YouTube holes where I've watched every single performance of Misha B, and I've sat there on my sofa, crying my eyes yeah. out yeah. because it's like. I, I, I love her. I love her. But she, what she like? She's, she's still singing. Like I, I, I don't know if she's releasing as much as she was. But well, like I genuinely haven't heard that name since like you know. And I think the only reason you ever heard that name is because yeah, of me. I, I wouldn't have known that name without you. Like I still stand to this day that she would have won X Factor if Talisa didn't do what she did. I don't even anyway. know what you're talking about, but Talisa. Sure. Uh, on, <laughs> so on X Factor, like she. There were comments made, um, mm. and you probably, you know, you probably saw the videos at the start of lockdown where everyone was coming out about their X Factor experiences. Yes, and all that I did. Stuff. Yeah, um, Katie Weissel. Katie Weissel, that <laughs> that girl who was that she was known as the pink impersonator. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All of those yeah. things. Zoe Alexander, that's her name. Uh, and Misha B, I think, was one of the first ones to release a video, and she was basically talking about her experience and stuff. And on the actual show, she got branded as a bully, and there was all these headlines. B is for bully, blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know this, bully. you know what all these fucking tabloids are like. And I genuinely think that that tainted her because she was really talented. Like she had a lot of talent, but I think that was one of the reasons why she didn't win. I'll listen. I'll die on that hill. You, I'll die on that hill. I don't give a fuck. Misha, if you're out there and listen to the podcast, um, I love you and I still want dinner with you. Um, my name was in capital letters, so please get in contact with me. Thank you so much. Um, what do you reckon? Is that a wrap? I think that's a wrap. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you today. so much for having me. You know, any excuse to talk about Harry Styles? My oh, man. absolutely. Any excuse. <laughs> I have loved this. It's um, been really good. And I really hope that everyone listening to this has loved it as well. Um, please like. Yeah, Everything. Do it. Like, share to your Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. TikToks, all, all that I have shit. Just thought, have, we, have we like actually just spoke shit for like how long? 42 minutes at the 42 moment. 42 minutes <laughs> at the moment. Hopefully it won't be 42 minutes. No, I, when I edit it down, it will probably be like 40. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, thank you. And if you did like it, please, you know, like, comment, share, everything like that. Um, all over social media. And as I say... I may not be bringing up podcasts in the same volume as was before, but there still will be content coming. So just keep yeah. your eye out, stick yeah. with us, and yeah. yeah, you'll get your daily dose of time to talk very you'll, soon. You'll get your daily dose. Don't <laughs> worry about it, guys. And guys, remember, I love Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> I just want that to be known. Just in on case record, you already picked that up. <laughs> on record today, what's the date? The 4th of September, Eve has revealed that she loves Harry Styles. I love Harry Styles. Who, who would have thought? Not me. Who would have thought? I never knew that about you. No, no, no. Not one piece. Not, not one. <laughs> hey. 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 Hey, we had a good time, no? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. And I'll see you very soon. Bye.